Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 407. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. 99designs connects the world with great graphic designers who are there to create a design that you'll love. Start your next graphic design project for as low as $199. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Looking for peace of mind when it comes to protecting your computer files? Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE. You'll get two free months if you decide to buy. Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Matt Frazier. Matt, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready, John. I've learned a lot from your show, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Boom! Matt is a vegan ultramarathoner who recently completed his first 100-mile run. He's the author of the plant-based fitness blog, No Meat Athlete, and the author of the book, No Meat Athlete, Run on Plants and Discover Your Fittest, Fastest, Happiest Self. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Matt, so take a minute, say hi to Fire Nation, then give us an overview of you personally and your business. All right. Well, first, hello, Fire Nation. I am excited <laughs> to be here. Um, yes, yeah, so my business started back in 2009 when I was a graduate student studying applied math, of all things. And uh, I was a marathon runner, totally into that, was really focused on trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And suddenly I got this, what I considered to be an inconvenient urge to go vegetarian. And it was really for ethical reasons. But I was hesitant for a few reasons. The first was that I thought it would destroy my fitness goals. I just thought you couldn't possibly be vegetarian and also a marathoner. Uh, and second of all, it just felt weird to me. Like I didn't like the idea. I, I associated being vegetarian or vegan with being an activist and being in people's face and telling them that they should eat this way too. And I was hesitant to get into it because I didn't want to be one of those people as I called them. So eventually I got to the point where I just decided I wanted to do this thing. Like it, I felt strongly enough about my reasons for doing it that I decided I don't care about what's going to happen with the with the fitness. I'm just going to go vegetarian and see what happens. So I did that. I uh, looked around for a lot of info about how to make it make it work with with being a marathon runner and my goal to qualify for Boston and was surprised to find that there really wasn't much info on the internet about it. And what there was on the internet was not presented in a really user-friendly way, and it wasn't presented in, you know, what I considered a welcoming and fun way. It was that that preachy thing that had always turned me off. So I said, hey, I'm going to start my own blog about this and just make it an experiment and see what happens. And uh, amazingly to me, I mean, I had no idea when I started, but within two years, that that blog became a full-time business, and within three and a half years, I had had the book deal, and, and that you know, really brings me to where I am now, which is four and a half years after I started it and currently touring the country to support that book. Isn't it great how things work out that way sometimes? <laughs> it is. And, and I'm incredibly <laughs> grateful for, you know, I mean, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you, I couldn't have this job. I mean, no, you know, there weren't blogs and podcasts and it's, it's just incredible that there's so much opportunity for someone to just start something like that. 
I feel honored and blessed to be in the same situation, Matt. I never could have had this business 10 or 15 years ago, and I never could have imagined this business even two or three years ago. So I just can't say enough about finding your passion, finding that niche that is not fulfilled within that passion, and then just taking strong action. And that's what I've done, Fire Nation. That's what Matt's done, and the results are there in front of you. So Matt... What we do here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and I know you know this being a listener, is we start with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling and get people fired up for this content. So take it away. Sure. My favorite quote, which may be one of the shortest, uh, if not the shortest in Entrepreneur on Fire history, is uh, one from Seth Godin that is, pick yourself. Nowadays, as we were just talking about, John, you don't have to wait to be picked anymore. You don't need to wait for the publisher to come along and say, what you're doing is good enough, so we're going to put a book out. You don't need to wait for the record label to say, your music is good enough, so we're going to publish you and and put it into an album and sell it. Nowadays, if you have the passion for something and you have whatever it is that it takes to make it resonate with an audience – you can pick yourself and just start putting yourself out there. And really, you leave it up to the audience to decide if it's any good. There's there's no more – there aren't the gatekeepers anymore who who have that power to decide what you're doing is good or isn't good. So, uh, you know, the entire time, as long as I guess I've learned – known about Seth Godin, that's been my mindset. And, you know, from the very early days, I, I did have that sort of feeling that I was – sitting around waiting, like maybe this could lead to a book deal. And I would check my email and refresh my email, like waiting for the big email that changed everything to come in. And of course it never came in until I started actually just kind of taking control and taking responsibility for it. And the great irony of picking yourself is that once you actually do it, that of course is when you start to get picked by by the people that I mentioned before. Matt, that may be one of the shortest quotes we've ever had at Entrepreneur on Fire, but it truly is one of my favorites, and it really should resonate with all the listeners here today, because that's what this podcast is all about. It's about arming yourself with the knowledge, with the experience of others to truly pick yourself and take that leap, and we've had Seth Godin on the show It was an amazing episode where he talked very briefly about that topic. But even more recently, we had James Altucher on the show who talked even more in depth about this subject and actually just came out with a book called Choose Yourself. And that's an amazing book in Fire Nation. It's actually an amazing audio book because James narrates it himself and he's an hysterical guy and he just makes so many great references. I rarely reread or re-listen to books I have listened to this one three times in the last two months, and I'm actually probably going to listen to it again pretty soon because it's all about what Matt says. What are you waiting for? Get out there. Pick yourself. Choose yourself. You owe it to yourself. There's nothing holding you back. So Matt, Entrepreneur Fire is all about the journey of our spotlighted guest. That's you today. So I really want to go back in your journey to a time when you failed, when you fell flat in your face because... When you do pick yourself, it doesn't mean, okay, I picked myself, now I'm successful. That's not how the game works. The game is a struggle, and it's going from failure to failure to success to failure to success. Let's talk about one of those failures, those challenges that you faced, and the lessons that you learned from that. Tell us that story, Matt. Take us there. Sure, and really the the biggest failures in my life uh, came before I had started this business, and they came when I was a marathon runner. Absolutely. Um, I had decided in college, not very intelligently, that, that I was going to run a marathon because I, you know, my friends and I hadn't 
ever run more than three miles in our lives when we decided <laughs> we were going to do this. Uh, and and we also weren't just going to run the marathon. We were going to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which at our age and being males, it took us. It would have taken a three hour and ten minute marathon to, to first get into Boston. Yeah, so I you know I told everybody I was going to do this. I bet friends money that I would be able to do it, and. That first marathon took me four hours and 53 minutes, which was a spectacular failure. Um, and then I failed five more times at it before I finally did it and you know, took those 103 minutes or whatever it was off of my marathon time over the course of seven years. But So, of course, the ultimate thing was, was a success and one of the biggest successes in my life, really. But those five marathons in between where you know I – Using the tools that I had kind of learned about goal setting and accountability, I mean, I went and told my friends and everyone I knew, I said, please come watch me at this next race because I'm going to qualify for Boston here and it would be incredible for me, you know, to have you there watching me do this such a special thing. And five different times I failed and, I mean, failed miserably for the first three or four of those times. But what I learned from the process, and it was certainly painful. I mean, to to actually have that failure and experience that, and have that embarrassment of people coming out and and me truly believing I was going to qualify that day, and then and then failing by you know twenty or thirty or more minutes. What I learned from that was that failure in the short term, like failure at any given one attempt at that, isn't the same as the big capital letters failure where you give up and you are done and then your memory of that is just a negative one uh what I, you know i i kind of learned that if you have the mindset of not, not just i'm going to do this but that i'm going to do this no matter what and no matter how long it takes me to do it that's entirely different mindset and when you have that mindset you almost can't fail like if you truly are never going to give up on something then you know failure never really does come into play because you you're always still working on it and having learned that from the marathon experience when i started my blog and like within you know three or four months realized that people were interested in it and that they were uh that that there was an audience here and there was a need for this kind of information i i just immediately knew somewhere deep down that one day this would become a full-time business and i would i would tell my family and friends about this and it was just like the boston marathon thing where you know, they thought it was ridiculous. They said, you know, you can't really, I mean, it's a little bl- stupid blog on the internet. How is that possibly going to ever make money? Um, but I, you know, I just had that same feeling and I had basically learned that if you say I'm going to make this happen no matter what, then there's not really very much that, that is going to stand in your way. And we're all tremendously powerful when we just really, really focus on something and absolutely refuse to give up. And I used this lesson basically when I started my website and, you know, I when it was this little blog, three or four months old, and I started to have the idea that there was an audience there and there was a need for this kind of information and, and the way that I presented this diet in kind of a friendlier way than I had ever really experienced myself, um, I you know, I realized that this could be a full-time thing. So for me to make the leap in my mind of like, you know, even though right now it looks like nothing and when I tell friends and family that, that I'm going to make this into a full-time business one day, they think it's ridiculous – uh, in my mind, it was like, you know, as long as I make that commitment that I'm going to do this no matter what and no matter how long it takes, uh, it was, you know, it was set from the beginning. Like, this is what I was going to do. So it, it was it was almost exactly the same feeling as when I had decided that I would qualify for the Boston Marathon. Matt, this is really great stuff. And I hope that Fire Nation, I hope the listeners here today really realize that 
there's no real surprise that so many sports athletes turn into great businessmen, great entrepreneurs. We just recently had Fran Tarkin on, the Minnesota Vikings Hall of Fame quarterback who went to three Super Bowls, lost every single one, yet he came back fighting for more every single year. What is it about these athletes? What is it about these athletes turned businessmen, turned entrepreneurs that find the success? It's because they know how to fail. They know how to embrace failure and come back swinging. Michael Jordan, one of his most famous quotes is that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Maybe that was Wayne Gretzky, but you get the point. It was one of those great athletes. I mean, it's all across the board, and that is a huge example of the power of bouncing back from failure. And Matt, you did it numerous times with your marathon, and I know that's helped you many times when things got tough with your blog, because when you first launch a blog, it's crickets. That's just how it happens, and you need to build from there and be able to accept negative feedback and accept nobody showing up for three days straight until you finally do find your stride and really get your niche and build your audience. So Matt, just for Fire Nation, just in one sentence, sum up one clear lesson, one clear takeaway you have from that failure experience. It's under your complete control to make failure impossible. Just just don't give up and it, and it will never happen. Love that. And Matt, we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum now because yes, it's devastating to hear somebody run a marathon and come up 20 minutes short from qualifying for their dream, the Boston Marathon. But there's also the the great times for entrepreneurs, those aha moments, those light bulbs that go off. Let's hear about that moment. Tell us that story and tell us the steps that you took to turn that into success. Sure. For me, the aha really came about nine months after I had started the blog. And for those nine months, I had been really kind of just journaling because I didn't really know anything about blogs. I didn't know that much about how people built businesses around blogs. So for me, I was writing like what I did for my workout today, what I ate for breakfast today, pictures of my dogs. I mean, all that kind of stuff that that you kind of, you know, that has given blogs a a sort of a bad name or at least gets them uh, the brunt of some jokes. But about nine months after that, I started paying attention to Copyblogger and started really learning from them and other resources. You know, what can I actually do to to make this stuff um you know, give it some more substance, not just make it a little journal about me. And the biggest lesson that I learned that I hadn't hadn't really occurred to me was, you know, the old marketing phrase, it ain't about you. And when I when I found that out and started crafting posts based on that, not about like what I was doing, what I was eating for breakfast, but about what information can I put into a post that would be, you know, insanely useful to somebody where they just couldn't help but go share it on Twitter and Facebook. When I made that little shift, everything changed. Like like the traffic jumped up immediately. Uh, it was so obvious to me. You know, I couldn't believe that that, for, that it had taken me nine months to to start figuring that out. And I started really paying attention to headlines and and like the packaging of the content in the post. Not just the content, which is which is so important, but it's got to be packaged right, and you've got to actually do work to get people to read those posts, especially in the early days. Uh, and you're doing yourself and everyone else a disservice if you don't put in that effort to go get this in front of people. But when I was focusing on those headlines, what I realized was that if I can't write a solid, compelling headline about a post, that to me is the ultimate signal that this post isn't really any good or that it's you know way too much about me. 
if I, you know, if I can't put it in, put it into a few words, you know, what the benefit is to the reader and make it like irresistible. So Matt, having done over 400 interviews of really inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, I notice patterns take place. One pattern that I've recently noticed, and I talked about it on Entrepreneur Fire, I've talked about it on Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income Podcast, and that's the baby effect. It seems like whenever I ask entrepreneurs, what was that turning point? It always comes in conjunction with having a baby or having just gotten married and like the stress of providing just push people into this crazy overdrive. There's also something about nine months. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, obviously nine months has a lot to do with babies and that's how long someone's pregnant for, but also just nine months in general. Another great example and someone who always talks about nine months is Steve Cam with Nerd Fitness. That's the Uh exact number that he talks about. And I think it's a great takeaway for the listeners because it took Steve Cam nine months to really have nerd fitness explode. It took you nine months. It's taken numerous other entrepreneurs that I've interviewed that approximate nine month period. They keep coming back to that number. And it just seems like that's the time that we need as bloggers, as podcasters, as online business owners to really start to understand our business and to realize what our audience wants and to have enough time in grade to actually make a difference, to actually get that momentum rolling down that hill. So you know, if you're listening right now and you're about to start a blog, I mean, three or four months go by and you're still getting nothing, stick with it. If you're passionate about it and you are touching some people that are coming back with great feedback, stick with it because it took me a long time to get my traction going. It took Matt nine months. It took other great entrepreneurs that significant time period to get going. So this is not an overnight success. This is something that you build with a strong foundation and that foundation takes time. So Matt, for Fire Nation, sum it up. If you could boil it down into one great takeaway, what would it be? Make your content insanely valuable and useful for the reader. Uh, you don't. Y- yes, you need to have your personality in there to make it interesting and fun, but it's about the reader. People want to know what's in it for them. Uh, that's so much more important than than you know what you know what, what you can say about yourself. Matt, have you had an I've made it moment? It's interesting. I've had. A bunch of moments that I always thought would be the I've made it moments, like like being featured on Copyblogger and having my having a whole Copyblogger post about me, getting the book deal, doing book tour stuff where like people were lined up to to get autographs. I always assumed those would be the I made it moments, but things happened so incrementally and so gradually. Like there was never any big tipping point uh, that that when they actually come along, it kind of feels like appropriate. So for me, really, the biggest I've made it moment was when I was able to tell my wife that she didn't have to do go to work anymore and could, could stay home with our kids. Um, I mean, that was incredible for me. That was just something that had always been a huge motivator for me was to be able to, to tell her that. So that, that to me was the I made it moment. That's a powerful I've made it moment. And I truly wish that upon everybody within Fire Nation that they do get to that point where they can look at their significant other or they can just look at themselves and say, you know what, I've built this to the point where I can now just focus on this because this this business, this passion of mine will provide for me. Great story, great share. And Matt, I want to bring things to present time now because you do have some exciting things going on. You're currently on a book tour right now. I'd like to hear a little bit about that. And I'd like to hear a little bit about what's really got you fired up right now. Sure. And they're actually very related. Um, I'm on a month and a half long book tour that 
again, I kind of had to pick myself for, I mean, there, there was a publisher and they helped me with a few of the setting up a few of the events, but for the most part, you know, I just had to reach out to my readers and say, you know, do you know anyone or do you particularly have a place where you'd like to host me? Planned it all myself, did all that myself, and financing it myself and, and finding that uh, that's one of the toughest parts is, you know, you can sell books on the road, but it's it's hard to make it uh, anything other than a, a negative financial situation. But <laughs> that's okay because, there's, you know, I, I understand that there's so much good happening and the people that I'm meeting at these events uh, and just connecting with people face-to-face seeing people who come to the events connect with each other face-to-face, that's actually what I'm really, really excited about, uh, which is like creating a movement out of this whole thing. I've always felt that, um, you know, my my site, the reason it has succeeded is not just because it's about plant-based fitness and, and that there's not a lot of other ways to fill that need because now there are an increasing number of blogs and sites about that. But it's the way that, that I've presented the information just because I, like I said, I was always so afraid of being that sort of the scary, pushy vegan. Like I did not ever want to be that person. And frankly, that, that never was what motivated me. So my mindset has always been much more fun and welcoming and just like, you know, make this a personal choice. Like I try to be a good example for this, for this diet. And like that you can, yes, you can go run a hundred miles on a plant-based diet, which I would have thought was impossible long ago. But, you know, having just this very fun, welcoming attitude, changing the way people view a plant-based diet so that it doesn't seem like being the, the preachy, pushy person is the, is the only option for this. So creating that movement, um, getting people to like have no meat athlete groups around the country where they go for runs, go out to dinners, things like that. that that's really the next step that I want to do. I want to take it offline and, and bring it out into the real world. So that's, that's what I'm most excited about right now. So Matt... I've just really loved hearing about your failure, about your aha moment, and then now what you have going on right now, your book tour, that again, this all transpired because you decided to pick yourself. You chose Matt Frazier. You took action. Now your wife, she's home with her kids. You, you're on a book tour about a topic that you're passionate about with fans that are passionate about that as well. This is just great stuff, and I hope it is inspiring Fire Nation as much as it is me. And we're going to keep that inspiration going right after we thank our sponsors. I've been looking at ordering t-shirts online so I can give them away to Fire Nation at conferences and events because I love you guys that much. I could easily order t-shirts for as little as $3 each. Pretty cheap. But I know if I go that route, the quality will suffer. And you know I'm all about quality. So I searched for a company who could print on American Apparel brand t-shirts because not only do I know they feel great, but I also know they're a great quality and will last a long time. I can rest assured that when I get those t-shirts, they're going to be great quality. It's peace of mind. If you're looking for the same kind of quality and peace of mind when it comes to protecting your computer files, then go to Carbonite.com for a free trial. Use the offer code FIRE and you'll get two months free if you decide to buy. When you combine peace of mind with quality, you get Carbonite. Carbonite.com offer code FIRE and you'll get two months for free when you decide to buy. Working with a designer can be frustrating at times. They're not really sure what it is you're looking for and you're not really sure how to tell them. That's why I love 99designs. You don't have to choose just one designer to work with. You can work with dozens of designers at a time to find the one who really shares your vision. How do you know 99designs is the right place for you? 
Well, more than 100,000 design projects have passed through their doors, so I think it's safe to say they know what they're doing. Here's how it works. Tell 99designs what you need. Dozens of designers from their community will submit quality designs created just for you. Give the designers your feedback to help them refine their designs and then select and pay for your favorite. Ready to start your next graphic design project today? Go to 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. That's 99designs.com slash fire. And now we've reached what my favorite part of the interview is, the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions, Matt, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yeah, this is my favorite part of the show, too. (laughs) All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was a fear that was based on a misunderstanding. Uh, I thought running a business or starting a business meant that you had some brilliant idea that no one else in the world had ever come up with and that in order to start a business, you had to ha- first have that idea. The, I also thought you had to be an expert. You had to get a PhD in whatever topic you were going to do. When I finally did start my business, neither one of those things was the case. I mean, plenty of people had started blogs before, even about this topic. Uh, you can learn from what others are doing. You can learn as you go. You don't have to be an expert when you start either. I really want to drill that point home, Matt, because it is so true. You do not need to be an expert in your field. You do not have to choose a field that has nobody in there. In fact, I love using the word proof of concept. Proof of concept is a great validifier of a business. There's other people that are making money, that are running viable businesses within that niche. That should make you excited. That shouldn't make you scared. When I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, there were plenty of other podcasts that interviewed entrepreneurs, and I was the furthest thing from an expert in podcasting. Now I'm running Podcasters Paradise, which is a massive community of podcasters who all paid to be members of this incredible community to create, grow, and monetize their podcast, all because I picked myself and I took action. So I just really wanted to drill that point home, Matt, because it is so important. Great. I think so, too. What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice that I ever got was start and start now. Uh, I always, you know, it's so easy to put it off and say, once I've built up some more savings for my job, or once I've finished whatever I'm doing now, grad school or whatever, gotten married, it's so much easier just to put it off because you think it's going to be easier down the road. But what I became convinced of was that it's never going to get easier. I mean, you're going to start making more money in your in your full-time job and then that's not going to make it easier to quit. That's going to make it harder because you're going to become attached to that money and you're going to make choices in your lifestyle that depend on that money. So it's only going to get harder to start. Start now and if there is some discomfort now, which there certainly will be, that's great because being that that uncomfortable, knowing that you have to make this work, that's going to be a tremendous motivator, much more than any like you know well thought out business plan ever will. Absolutely, I love when I get emails from eighteen year olds or twenty two year olds that are saying, "John, I just graduated high school or I just graduated college," and you know what? Thanks to Entrepreneur on Fire, I know that the time is now for me to pursue my passions. Not in ten years, not in twenty is now. I choose myself. Absolutely. So Matt, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Lots of habits come and go for me. You know, I try to have meditation and things like that. And the one that is always constant and that I think is the most important for me is, is reading something inspiring for a half hour in the morning and then listening to something 
inspiring or educational for a half hour later in the day, usually while I'm on my run because I don't have a commute anymore. But, uh, you know, I think it just, it gets reading for that half hour in the morning, gets my brain going, gets me excited. It's always nonfiction, businessy type books. Um, Seth Godin books are always a favorite, <laughs> just gets me going and, and like so excited to sit down and start working. And the other nice perk of it is that you get through a ton of books that way. I mean, half an hour doesn't seem like a lot of time, but when you start reading half hour a day, your reading list all of a sudden shrinks uh, just because you start plowing through books. Are you going to now get Choose Yourself by James Altucher? I am, because I, I had heard him on a different podcast and remember him talking about that book so much, and, and I thought, wow, that's so much like Pick Yourself. I should read it, but I, I forgot about it. So I'm glad <laughs> well, here's your memory in audiobooks.com <laughs> slash fire. You'll get it for free. All right. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you're just in love with, Matt, that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I'm actually very much low tech. Like I try to avoid a lot of stuff. I only recently got a smartphone for this book tour, and when I'm done, I'll probably get rid of it just because I hate the distractions. Um, so I guess in that vein, the one internet tool that, that I do use a lot is one that's called Stay Focused, and that's there's no E in it. It's just Stay Focused without the E dot com, and uh, it's like a a Chrome Google Chrome extension that you can set to to not allow you to do email after you know twenty minutes or thirty minutes. All kinds of different things you can do because I'll get trapped in that email inbox and start kind of feeling like that's my work is is being in my Gmail inbox. It, it's so easy to, to get stuck there and forget that the real work is done. You know, writing blog posts or doing things that reach tens of thousands of people rather than one person at a time. So true. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've talked about today, eofire.com slash Matt Frazier. Matt, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? If it had to be just one and you were doing something like what I'm doing, uh, where you're you know starting a blog, being the leader of a tribe, then... Tribes by Seth Godin uh, has got to be it. That that to me was, you know, that's like was the Bible for what I was trying to do when I started, and it's I still read it every year at the very least. Um, j- I'm going to give another one just in case people. I've already mentioned Seth Godin three times now, so I should probably want to give something else. <laughs> but uh, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins, and I, I know that the you know the self help stuff, and it seems sort of 80s and corny, but. Man, that book got me so ready to be an entrepreneur just because it got my head in the right place in so many different areas. So go through that. Do the exercises in it. It's a long book. It'll take you a while, but uh, I promise it's worth it. So Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. And if you want this audio book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Matt, focus on this next question. It's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and five hundo. What would you do in the next seven days? The most important thing for what I do, basically, and from what I know how to do, is, is to have an audience. So the very first focus would be on building that audience it could be a blog, it could be a podcast, whatever you know. I was into at the time. Um, for me, it was a blog. But how do you go about building that audience? How do you make it different? How do you make it stand out? How do you get people to actually read it or listen to it? I think the answer to that is having getting other people involved, and that's where I'd use that five hundred dollars. Um, you know, like go find the authors in your niche who you really do look up to, whatever whatever your niche may be. Find the bloggers in this niche. 
and then use that money to become an expert on these different, you know, like read their books, buy their books, join their sites, join their programs, whatever, and then get in touch with them. Let them know what a big supporter you are, write blog posts about them, and try to get them to contribute in some way, to to be a part of, be a guest on your podcast. Have them see if they'll be willing to write a short little guest post or get, you know, get the five experts that you like the most to each contribute a one paragraph to a to a Ooh. blog post idea, you know. Get them involved, then they'll start sharing the stuff. Just, you know, because like who's gonna say no to someone who's a who's a great fan of theirs? And many of these bloggers and, and authors who seem like they're so unreachable, it's really not that hard to get them to write a paragraph to something and, and they'll almost always say yes. I know I never say no to a, a situation like that so, so easy as that. So involve other people. That's that's the biggest way to get through that that nine month period where it does seem like it's crickets and no one's listening. <laughs> um, you know, make it surround yourself with other people. Bring them into into the picture as much as you can. That's that's the big key. I love that, and it's better than my answer, which would have been stand at the corner and just hand out one dollar bills and try to convince people to go to your site. <laughs> that's not a bad one. Generosity is good, right? Generosity, reciprocity. I love it. <laughs> Well, Matt, I've really enjoyed hearing your journey, and it really did hit home with that marathon thing, because I know how it feels to come so close to a goal and to come up short time and time again. I have numerous situations in my life, and I waited to bring this up till the end, because I didn't want you to have some just boiling anger towards me, but having worked for John Hancock for a couple of years, I was given a free pass to go run the Boston Marathon for both of those years since we sponsor it, and I didn't take it, and I kind of regret it now. I know that that makes you angry. Yeah, when I have to qualify, right? Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) So, Matt, give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. My my final piece of guidance would be identify the part of your work, whatever your work may be. Identify the hard part, uh, the thing that, that makes your business go. For me, that's writing blog posts. And... Do that. Do that first. Don't don't clean off your desk and organize your office and you know go respond to all your tweets and your emails first. Do the the hard part first. Do the thing that matters first, and then that other stuff. If it if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's fine. Um, do the essential thing. But it's so so easy to do the opposite and do all that other stuff as as a form of procrastination. But so recognize what the hard part is and then go do it. Uh, you can find my stuff. It's all the name No Meat Athlete. NoMeetAthlete.com, all one word. That's my blog. Um, no Meat Athlete on Twitter. No Meat Athlete on Facebook. And uh, my book, No Meat Athlete, is in just about any bookstore you look at, Amazon, IndieBound, anything like that. Well, Matt, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just go to the search bar. Type in M-A-T-T. Matt's show notes page will pop right up. And Fire Nation, I really hope you listen to his last parting piece of guidance. As Brian Tracy says, swallow that frog. That should be the first thing you do every day is that thing that you know that you're going to put off and procrastinate and just hang out in your inbox pretending like you're working, knowing that that frog is looming later on in the day. So swallow that frog, get it done first. And Matt, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. It's been a pleasure. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to create your podcast. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to grow your audience. 
podcastersparadise.com. Learn to get great guests. Podcastersparadise.com. Learn to monetize. Podcastersparadise.com. Engage with other podcasters. Podcastersparadise.com. Access private webinars with today's top experts. Podcastersparadise.com. Get the picture? Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.